Welcome to the second annual Inside the 90041 Division Halloween episode. It's a little uh, little bit of a chill in the air tonight, Aaron. Oh, God. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Oh, my God. Look, we... It is spooky. It is spooky. I I love it. Well, what's even spookier is that, uh, and actually downright scary, uh, we are missing one of our co-hosts tonight, Aaron. Um, and we're thrilled about it. Screw him. No, just, no, no. Mike is, did not make it to the studio tonight and we just, we just hope for the best for him. We have put out an ABP for a, uh, for a Chucky Jew midget roaming the street, but, uh, <laughs> we're flying, we're flying. So we're not solo cause there's two of us, but it's just the two of us tonight. The, the way it always should have been. Right. That's well, what you said before I started. mean, you you said it, you said it, yeah. Matt. But I believe his car was spotted abandoned on the five freeway. So we oh are truly gosh. terrified um, for Mike. But I mean, hey, it is a Halloween episode. Uh, who knows? Uh, one of us could go missing during this podcast uh, we are about to have. So hang tight. Oh, hang strange, tight. strange things can happen. Well. I don't want to go missing before a quick cheers ah, to the league. Of course. Of course. And uh, I will crack open. I hope that came through on the microphone. Oh, but, I sure uh, did. Crack open a little bit of a sip of an Appleton 21. Just something to sip on. Aaron and I have some extended family uh, coming into town this weekend. So we might have a couple drinks over the course of the next few days. So I'm just going to keep it light. Do a little sipping of some rum. What do you got over there, Aaron? Well, definitely no Appleton 21. Uh, I've got a little... Because you're poor. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 100% and in horrible debt. Uh, <laughs> but I will continue Happy to Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It's, it's truly frightening. Uh, <laughs> I'm sipping on a little Modelo Especial over oh, here. So nice. let me just crack this bad boy open. Don't rip off my fingernail. Oh yeah, there we go. Beautiful. Well, Matt, cheers to Halloween cheers. 2023. Clink. Beautiful. All right. All right, baby. Where should we begin? Well, we should start as we always do um, with our question of the day, question of the week. Mm-hmm. And so many things in the news to choose from right now. Um, but I think we need to go, and unfortunately, we you know, Mike's not here to to hear this, um, but we have to go back to the Jets. We have to go back to our boy Aaron Rodgers. He keeps himself he keeps himself in the news, and as we know, uh, he tore his Achilles on September eleventh, twenty twenty three, a mere forty four days ago. Yes, 
I can do math. No, Aaron did the math. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reading it. He is already walking without a boot or crutches and throwing footballs down the field. So we actually have a two-part question here. Number one, Aaron, do you believe in zombies? And number two, is this proof that Aaron Rodgers is one? I'll kick it to you first. Uh, well, we were all running last last minute here in prep for this podcast, uh, and so neither of us actually have a planned answer here. <laughs> so I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wing it. Um, wing it. Uh, uh, do I believe in zombies? Yes. Um, is this proof that Aaron Rodgers is one? No. I believe Demar Hamlin is uh, yes. a, a better zombie coming back to life and all. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I think this is proof that. There is some uh, horror monster elements tied to what Roger's doing. I think it's more of a vampire uh, like, uh, you know, serum that he's got going on. He's staying young. He's he is uh, recovering uh, faster than others. Uh, So I'm going to go with vampire. Um, This isn't proof that he's a zombie. It's proof that he's a, a vampire. Uh, put it in the books. Uh, Matt, what Love about it. you? What Love are your it. thoughts on this question? <clears throat> well, as you said, we're kind of winging it here. So, so I'm going to just say that um, I'm going to actually, I'm going to answer this by touching on a subject that Aaron Rodgers himself um, hates talking about. He never <laughs> brings this up in interviews when he does his weekly spot with Pat McAfee. He never brings this, he never brings this topic up. And so I know if he could hear our <laughs> podcast right now, he would be distraught and he would probably turn it off and never listen again. And I wouldn't blame him. So I'm going to just touch on the subject quickly again with full respect for the fact that Aaron Rodgers would never say this himself, but obviously the only zombies are the ones walking around with that Pfizer 5g chip in their arms (laughs) with their heads down drooling. Those are the real zombies. Aaron Rodgers didn't do that. He, he's not inoculated. Well, he is, but not in that way. He's not a zombie guys. He is just a finely tuned athlete who takes the finest supplements in the world and maybe a little bit of peyote in a dark cave somewhere. And that's why he's able to come back so quickly, but he's not some vaxxed up zombie freak walking around dizzy all day long, having heart attacks. This guy is a finely tuned athlete. I'm sorry, Aaron. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm talking to the other Aaron. Not you, Aaron. The real Aaron, A Rod. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I won't bring it up again. I apologize. Let's just let's just move on. He's he's already turned off the show. He's already turned it off. Wow. Well, since you inje- inje- since you injected that into the uh, the, po- <laughs> the, the podcast, uh, uh, it's really hard to move on from. Um, we will be taking account of who is vaxxed in this league. By the way, yep. Um, you know, so have those cards ready, boys. Have them ready. Have them ready. Uh, with that said, let's let's jump into <laughs> the week seven recap. All right, all right, all right. Week seven, lots of excitement. Aaron, if you don't mind, I'll start us off this week. We're going to oh. change things up a bit with our friend Mike missing in action. Of course, please, okay. please do. Well, speaking of him, and I wish he was here to hear this, but he's stranded on the five freeway as far as we're, as far as we've been told. Uh, but we're going to start off with a clash of the Titans atop the uh, standings. We've got Noah's daddy taking on Truffle Shuff. 
<clears throat> and look, as we know, Aaron, Halloween is the time of year where we all gather around the fire pit, turn the mm. lights down low, and oh, yeah. we share our scary ghost stories. Mm. Sometimes we're you know wearing a little less than we are other times in terms of clothing. There's so many scary stories to choose from, and, and we all have our favorites. Um, but when you're sitting around with family and friends this Halloween season, if I may, I would like to suggest a tale that is sure to frighten everyone, young and old. <clears throat> of course, I'm referring <laughs> to the story of the Jewish jinx. Some historians, <laughs> calm down, Aaron. It's okay. It's okay. You're you're lock the door of the shed, though. Just just lock the door of the shed. Some mama. <laughs> Some historians <laughs> claim that it was concocted, according to some history books, by a hairy, some would say Chucky Jew midget. I've I've seen that written before. Nope, I, no, I, I would I would never in, say that. No, that's just it, it's in some books. It's in some of the school books. You know, Common Core math that our that our kids are reading. <laughs> if that's not a frightening enough vision, though, imagine that it was whipped up that this evil potion was whipped up by somebody hiding out in his teenage daughter's closet. It's just eerie to think about. And since it was on since that Jewish jinx was unleashed on the world, it has ripped through manager after manager across this league and it caused despair and destruction. How can it be stopped? Can Rip, it be stopped? No. It ripped through my butthole as well. Ripped through Aaron's butthole just last week. <laughs> Left him bloody and tattered. Who among us? could stop this black magic. And then you enter Truffle Shove, Joe, Gramps, and Frank. And all three of them have lived their <laughs> lives to varying extremes. In particular, Gramps and Frank have just about, look, look, they've seen it all and they've done it all. They've lived a hell of a life. There's not really much that can phase them. And yet somehow, despite all their experience, all their knowledge, all their wisdom, all their years on this earth, would they have the wherewithal to be able to stop the jinx? Would they know how to do it? Well, for Gramps and for Frank, it was actually pretty simple. They turned the clock back decades and decades and decades to an old schoolyard anecdote. And little would you know that this schoolyard anecdote actually solved all their problems. And just as that, just as the matchup was getting hot and heavy, and Mike uttered those famous Jewish jinx words, Gramps and Frank knew just what to do. And they mustered up all their might, and they took things back to third grade with a simple little, little nursery rhyme that turned that Jewish jinx right back on its owner. Gramps and Frank gathered themselves, and they said, I'm rubber, you're Jew. Whatever you say <laughs> bounces off me and sticks to Jew. And just like that, the jinx was reversed. Is it for good? I can't say. But for one fateful week, the jinx was defeated and behind 42 points from Patrick Mahomes and solid games from Stefan Diggs, Jacoby Myers, and Isaiah Pacheco, Truffle Shuff Edge, Noah's Daddy, 113 to 109 to take sole possession of first place in the league. Great job, Truffle Shuff, for turning back the Jewish jinx for at least one night. Aaron, what are your thoughts? <laughs> um i mean you summed it up perfectly and uh if that's all it took i i would have I, I wish i would have known that and i could have uh i could have uh, taken him down next last week but hey here we are i'm not gonna look back in the past um 
you know, Derrick Henry was on by over here uh, for, for Joe Gramps and Frank, and they were still able to, you know, squeak out a victory here. Uh, I do think, you know, Mahomes massive game. It obviously made up for some lackluster performances at the bottom of his bench. And this one was a fun one to watch like all, all day long. It was close and yeah, Joe jumps into first place. He over overtakes Mike and, and here we are first and second, uh, you know, place managers. It was, a, it was a fun one to watch. Definitely. Awesome. Great, great win guys. Great win. You know what also is a great win? Uh, the nachos at Dave and Buster's, but, oh, hey. <laughs> oh, that's just my stomach talking. Why don't we, <laughs> let's, let's continue on with these, uh, these matchups though, because we, the next one we had was, uh, not as close. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was the Gaston father part two versus Japan, U S relations, Matt, this one was, uh, it was truly frightening. Japan U.S. relations or Jap anus relations did uh, the first thing you're never supposed to do in a horror movie. He started a player in his lineup who wasn't playing that week. Uh. Ah, it's so scary. Uh, I could I can't watch. Uh, and that's how uh, Builder John felt this week as he got his pimply ass beat down by the Gaston father part two. And 60 monstrous points. Damn, he, he overtook him by 60 points. He Tony, he just threw down another fantastic performance this week as he, um, you know, he has all but two players just score double digits here. Gee golly, that man. <laughs> gee golly, that man is something else. Such a perfect specimen who climbs to five and two and third place while John plummets to eighth place. You know, I'm starting to think Tony may be one of those creepy shapeshifters. You know, some some may say this is a conspiracy theory, but could fat Tony have had his body snatched by some out of this world entity who has just been playing lender in Tennessee these last <laughs> few years, you know, plastering his posters all over cracker barrels and David mm. Buster's. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm also not saying it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Uh, Matt, what, what are your thoughts on this, uh, this, re- this recap here? I'd love to snatch the Gaston father's body any, <laughs> any day of the week and twice on Sunday. But I think that's a great, that's a great summary. And for uh Japanese relations, usually playing, you know, playing an empty roster spot yeah. works in this league. It, it almost rarely, you know, doesn't work, but I mean, looking at the score, it wouldn't have mattered if, if, if DK Metcalf played or not, it wouldn't honestly, it, it, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered if Deonta Foreman, who scored 31 points, who could have been on your roster, Aaron, if you played your cards differently, but uh, could have been on mine too. Um, it, it wouldn't have mattered if those guys were in there. This was a dominant performance by the Gaston father. And I think it just goes to really show why you idolize him so much the way that you do, Aaron, as you discussed oh, yeah. last week. So uh, great performance. And obviously, you know, his team is, uh, you know, his team's on fire right now. 21 points from Christian McCaffrey, who may or may not play according to the, liberal media uh but uh <laughs> but you know but look for for japanese relations three and four you're in eighth place but i mean you're still in the hunt 
keep it going. You know, you got a solid team. Just uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a tough loss, but there's not much you could have you could have done this week against uh, the Gaston Father Part Two. So yeah. Uh, speaking of somebody who couldn't have done much against the champ, let's move on to our next matchup. <laughs> We've got the champ <laughs> taking on Viecla Ram Slaughter and Hey Aaron, I, I got a question. You you've had a massage in your life, right? Oh boy, have mm. I. I've had a some, <laughs> some some interesting ones, that's for sure. Not I've not, not the one you're all thinking about, but uh no, I went no, in no, asking no, no. for deep tissue and this uh scrawny little white boy didn't know what he was getting himself into. <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, Aaron, I, I I think you and I don't think our wives are listening to this. Oh, hi, Angela. Um, I don't <laughs> think they're listening to this. So you know how annoying it is when you when you go to a massage parlor. I want to talk about a scary story. When you go to a massage parlor that doesn't that doesn't offer happy endings, it's it's just uh-huh. a massage. <laughs> the sheer horror that you experience can't even be quantified. It's like what's the point of the massage then? Right, you're spending. Your hard-earned money and, and your precious time to enjoy a few special, fully consensual right. moments under a massage towel. And, you know, not to get too personal, but I'm sad to say that I almost experienced that last Sunday. I walked into the massage room. I dropped my pants. And I was all <laughs> set. I was ready. And I was waiting to start the action. And then all of a sudden, what do I see? None other than Deshaun Watson. Uh, a fine upstanding citizen of the NFL leaving the Browns Colts game in the first quarter with zero <laughs> points and heading to the medical tent. Dude. You gotta be kidding me. My Sunday's already over. No sensual touch of another human. Surely no happy ending coming why coming my way. And any excitement I was going to experience the rest of that day was going to be solely dependent on the dusty bottle of Jurgen's lotion that sits in my medicine cabinet <laughs> right now as we speak. But, you know, Aaron, just when I was about to toss the towel away in disgust, who, who should walk in the room but the most slender, petite, and attractive <laughs> young thing that I've ever laid these two eyes on? Oh, thank really, you. Oh, Really, uh, since I met you. Um, and unlike Deshaun, I didn't have to force the issue. No, this young vixen knew exactly what I needed and boy, oh boy, did he deliver. And of course I'm referring to the young rookie Jordan Addison of the Minnesota Vikings who, who strutted in the room, put up 27 fantasy points with 123 yards and two touchdowns to help lead the champ to a 112 to 58 victory over Vieckler Ram Slaughter. And I have to tell you, Aaron, just to kind of put you in the room with us, when Addison, especially when he caught that second touchdown, just stole the ball from the defender and just went off for a 60-yard touchdown. Yeah. An amazing grab. You should have been in the room because if you were, you would have seen (laughs) that my bath towel that I had wrapped around my waist slowly but surely started to started to kind of rise at attention. Like 
So a big thanks to Jordan Addison for helping me uh, reach that point in my life. And 16 points from Amon Ross St. Brown, 13 points from someone named Daryl Henderson Jr. Uh, big week for me. And uh, yeah, I get the win over vehicle and Ram Slaughter. Love to hear your thoughts, Aaron. I mean, who the hell scores negative 0.8 points with their quarterback and ends up winning by was this, 54 points? I, I just don't, it does not. I, I can't quantify it. I, I don't understand how that is possible, but <laughs> you son of a bitch, you did it. Um, I Yeah, dude. Uh, congratulations. Don't have much more to say about this. Uh, the only thing I will kind of touch on here is, did you see what Brady Quinn said about Deshaun Watson on uh, social media? By I, don't chance? Know if, I don't know if I did, no. Oh, you're in for a treat. Okay, I'll make this quick. Basically, he was calling at Deshaun Watson saying, everyone with a medical opinion has cleared him. The situation is almost similar to a, a kid getting a $230 million trust fund he asks them to get a job and they have no incentive to do it. And he starts getting in back and forth with Deshaun's personal uh, uh, quarterback coach. I guess it's like on, on the side. They go back and forth and Brady just uh, Brady Quinn just jumps off the top rope with his final comment right here. How about we massage this conversation and get it to a happy ending? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Does that sound satisfactory? Isn't that crazy, dude? Brady Quinn... <laughs> From Notre Dame, uh, didn't have uh, much of an NFL career over here. Uh, he's in the broadcasting world now, but geez, he just came off the top rope and laid that one. Oh down, my so. god! Uh, yeah, that man. is incredible. Uh, yeah, so I mean, you did all that with Pollard Chase on the on by. Well done, bro. Well done. So, uh, yeah, that. congratulations. Uh, you are five and two, looking good, Danny. Boy, boy, boy. Oh, Danny. One and six, 12th place. Good thing you uh, you got your looks, kid. Oh, does he ever. <laughs> does he ever. Uh, speaking of having some looks, why don't we uh, why don't we go into, you know, talk about his his cousin, shall we? In this next oh, matchup, we have uh, multiple scoregasms versus Jean-Claude Van Ram. All right. Let me pull up my notes here. Mm. Matt, <sighs> Matt, <sighs> I'm glad you're here with me tonight. Uh, you know, the Halloween episode. Actually, uh, if you guys hear some uh, some rustling going on, I just me eating some Halloween candy over here. Oh, you know, so good. I just thought, why not? My fat ass. <laughs> you can't get any fatter at this point. Uh, that's true. That's true. We'll spread it on. But <laughs> I'm glad you're here, dude, because oh, me too. It's been a frightening last few days since this past matchup that I had with Johnny. Oh, you no. see, not only did I face Cop John in our league, but I also faced him in Shable. I'm not sure if you saw how I fared against him, but I took home the victory in both leagues. A defeat of 30 points in Shable and a beatdown of 50 points in this one. Oof. Not going to lie, I was thrilled with the outcome here. I'm still dealing with a number of injuries and also was a victim of the bye week in week seven. So I was just telling myself I need a win here, you know, to weather this this rough patch of weeks that I've got going on until maybe I get a little bit healthy. Well, led by my running backs, Etienne and Gibbs, 
uh, and tight end Darren Waller getting me a collective 63 points. I was able to overcome poor, poor performances from Sam Howe, Gabe Davis. Ultimately, this vaulted me to five and two while knocking down multiple scoregasms to three and four. You might be wondering why and how these last few days have been frightening, though. Well, Cop John, <laughs> he's a he's a very strong and very imposing figure. And when you lose to the same manager twice in a week, you go a little mad. You go mm. a little mad. Mm. And okay. Last night, last night, I was just minding my own business in my house, taking my normal 45 minute poop before heading to bed. And this psycho came out of nowhere. Here's Johnny. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank goodness the air freshener I sprayed in his face scared him, <laughs> scared him off. But yeah, to say I've been a, a bit on edge would be a, an understatement here. <laughs> oh, God. Can't I know. Imagine. Oh, thank, thank you for being there for me. Uh, Matt, do you have any thoughts on this matchup? How, how many minutes into the 45-minute poop were you when he broke in there? Was it like toward the end or had you not even like had you not even gotten started yet? Were you oh, still, no. were I, you still I, straining? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah, it was a... Uh, I, I, I wasn't straining after that. I'll tell you that much. I was, <laughs> I was done and ready to <laughs> ready to jump out the small window and down the uh, snow and banked hill. Uh, call out to the shining if anybody's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> run, Danny, run! <laughs> These cops, you know, they just have no respect for people to pull you over for a DWS driving while shitting. It's unbelievable <laughs> that he know. would do that. Just, just uh, un- un- unbelievable. But uh, <laughs> you know, look, look, similar to what you said about my team with a, you know a few bye weeks and some injuries, and and I would you know again you've you've got Fields out, you got Achan, you got you get uh, Jefferson out, but uh, twenty two points from the kicker. You didn't even mention that Dustin Hopkins with <laughs> twenty two fucking points. This yeah, guy. Baby. Uh, was probably the biggest beneficiary of Deshaun Watson being a shoulderless uh, <laughs> rapist <laughs> because uh, they kicked a lot of field goals, a lot of a lot of deep field goals, and I mean he outscored everybody on Cop Johnny's team. So uh, yeah, great performance by him, and obviously you know Jameer Gibbs finally having his big game, yeah, CTN keeping it going. So and Darren Waller having a huge game too. So all kind of came together for you there. And uh, yeah, tough, tough break there for Cobb Johnny. Again, he was in, you know, he was in uh bye week hell himself there uh, with, uh, you know, no Brees Hall, no Garrett Wilson. Don't know if that would have made enough of a difference there, but uh, certainly, you know, not a great week for him and, and you took advantage and, and had a great victory. So kudos. Oh, I know how to take advantage. <laughs> no, do you ever not like Deshaun Watson though? No, of course, of course not. Of course not. Similar, similar. Well, Right. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who uh, g- takes advantage of people, <laughs> uh, oh! let's go to the next matchup. <laughs> wow, that couldn't have worked out any better. <laughs> We're going to go to Rambit Home taking on Galaxy Brain. And this was two teams who really, really needed a win badly, guys. Mm. They really needed a win badly. And um, look, it's it's spooky season, and there's a lot of spooky and scary things in our world right now, and and frankly, a lot of um, spooky and scary things that 
we encounter in life on a daily basis. Um, thinking about stuff like erectile dysfunction, mm. premature ejaculation, gout, mm. and the rare but deadly uh, syndrome known as the the undergrown nipple syndrome. Um, what? But anyway, enough about Aaron. Let's get to the matchup. <laughs> What's really scary from a fantasy football perspective, in our league anyway, is having a franchise keeper that you just can't rely on. Uh, that's what's really scary, frightening, but that's just a predicament that our dear friend Compost faced heading into the season. And that is the only, only predicament he faced. Trust me, despite rumors you may have read on the internet, he does not suffer from erectile dysfunction. I promise not anymore. Anyway, he took some medication, cleared it up. He can get three inches sky high. Oh yeah. Enough about that. Look, um, (laughs) It was a bit of a shaky offseason, to be sure. His franchise keeper, Jonathan Taylor, we had no idea if he was healthy. We had no idea if he'd ever play another down for the Colts or another down at all this season if they if they couldn't mend the fences there. On top of all that, you know, Ram at home started two and four heading into this week's matchup, which was really, you know, as we said, in many ways, a must win for both of them. But Compost in the end... All of those fears were just that. They were just fears. He woke up from his nightmare and there was big, hulking, sexy Jonathan Taylor getting his mojo back, rushing for 75 yards and a touchdown on Ah. a 19-point day. Just what Campo spent all summer touching himself, dreaming about while he while he downed those erectile dysfunction pills <laughs> to lead Ram at home to a 101 to 87 victory over galaxy brain. Of course, Ram at home was also helped out by uh, big games from Dallas Goddard and Joshua Palmer to uh, get to three and four on the season. Now for galaxy brain who falls to one in six, the nightmare just continues for poor Ozzy. He's technically not completely out of the playoff hunt yet, but he's certainly facing uh, a pretty insane uphill climb to even have a shot at the playoffs. And so, you know, with all that in mind, Ozzy actually, you know, he went ahead and did what any what any person struggling with, you know, frustration and depression would do. No, not masturbate. Um, he picked <laughs> up the phone and he called a close loved one. And in this case, he called his dear friend, Mike. And Aaron, I'm not sure if you've heard, but these two guys are like brothers. And, you know, Ozzy called his his brother from another Ema. That's mom in Hebrew, by the way. And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, though, Mike just, he just wasn't much help. In fact, he was downright rude to his brother from another Ima, Ozzy. Mike. Don't take my word for it. I, I was fortunately able to obtain a clip of exactly how this conversation went down. Downright insulting to just Mike. pile on to Ozzy like that. Um, That's so gross. not like him. So not like him at all. He's usually so positive and, and so helpful. But uh, <laughs> look, it, it, at the end of the day, uh, great, great win for Ram at home. And Galaxy Brain just, yeah, it was just a rough day all around outside of uh, Jalen Hurts and Mark Andrews. So so big win for uh, Ram at home to get to three and four. Aaron, any thoughts over on your side? No, massive victory for Campos. Uh, I mean, if you would have told me both of these guys have B. Robinson on their teams, <laughs> uh, 
that Brian Robinson would outscore Bijan oh, by eight points. Uh, Bijan clocking in with point three points because of a, a couple headaches. <laughs> oh man, that is a pretty disastrous. I can only imagine what was going through Ozzy's mind on Sunday, watching that nightmare unfold. Um, yeah, tough loss for Ozzy. Let's see if he could climb back into it. You know, he sits in 10th place, so he's four spots out of the playoff contention. He's got to overtake uh, the guy who just beat him, Compos, who's in ninth. Yeah, well, uh, let's see. What do we got? We got one more here, right? So why don't we just uh, finish this one up, and we'll uh, move on to another lovely segment, but not before mm. we talk about Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Versus Oh, thank goodness. Uh, That was so embarrassing last week. Um, He was taking on Mauricio's cool team. Ah, man. Well, here we go. We had Zane popping open some bubbly and taking down Mauricio's cool team in a lackluster showdown. That's what Yahoo's recap had to say about this one. And oh. quite, quite frankly, I couldn't agree more. After Morris, you know, lit his current and future team on fire with his trade to Ozzy, this one should have been a cakewalk, you know, a walk in the park for, for Zane. <laughs> I know, I know what you did last Sunday, though, Zane. You baited Morris into a false sense of victory. You let him stick around thinking he had a chance. You purposely told Josh Jacobs to shit out four measly points. Mm. You paid off Aaron Jones to cough up another seven. Yeah, those guys were playing on your team, but you were just baiting him, baiting him. Well, Mauricio's cool team wasn't being fooled here. They knew they knew you were just toying with them on your way to an ev- eventual week seven win. I was able to catch his recording on ring doorbell check check this out he's just out there and he's watching us and waiting what are you waiting for huh what are you waiting for oh jennifer oh love hewitt's <laughs> oh do i ever uh, boy we sure do all Swing. we all had some crushes back in the day <laughs> fellas well Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt, he finally uh, had mercy on Morris and laid down the Travis Kelsey hammer to secure this one, 98-85. Zane climbs to 4-3 and three while Morris falls to a scary 1-6. and six. Ooh, That's frightening. Matt, anything else you want to add uh, to this one? Well, it's a good thing Morris has his second round. Oh, wait, never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was, look, great. We'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it. Great. Uh, yeah, great win for Josh, Jacob, Dingleheimer, Schmidt. Four and three, uh, sixth place now. And, and it's really kind of starting to piece together for him. Uh, you know, he had Aaron Jones back, but he's just, you know, he didn't do much. But he's, his team is kind of getting healthy now and, and that's what you want to see there's been the travis kelsey injury stuff aaron jones has been in and out of the lineup still doesn't have rashawn johnson back yet but you know he's been working through some injuries he's been making some shrewd pickups here and there um and uh yeah so christian kirk you know being one of those guys but uh 
29 points from Travis Kelsey. The draft day trade uh, has clearly, clearly worked out for uh, young Zane. And his team is looking solid right now. Um, he, he doesn't have many holes. Um, well, he has some holes. Hey, he's, he's, got, he's got at least five. <laughs> he's got at least five. <laughs> uh, I've heard maybe six, but the jury's still out on that. That's but, uh, <laughs> Those nose holes. Woo. Yeah, hell of a <laughs> hell of a win for him though. I think his team is heading in the right direction. So kudos, kudos to Zane on, on that one. Heading in the right direction, unlike this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that, Aaron, because we jump into our next segment here and we usually head in a pretty familiar direction. Yeah. Um yeah. we call out to one of our, you know, league mates and you know, we call it phone a friend. It's a new segment and we just kind of get to know him a little bit. And that was the plan this week. But um, I think you saw this in the studio. There was the, there was an there was an envelope just kind of sitting on the table. Do you want to describe what it what it said on there? There was a little streak of blood on the envelope. But do you want to kind of delve into that a little bit? I mean, I, I, I don't know too much. I mean, I, I know that it was like sealed with wax. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the, the paper looked really old um yeah and it just had um it literally just had a number on it once we opened it up and it said i will be waiting that's 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 all um it said on it and so i I don't know i mean what do do you think we should do here should we should we should we call him we either need to call it or report it to the police um but after what after what you encountered yeah, did, uh, no, with no. cop Johnny, <laughs> are no, you taking man. a shit right now? Cause if you are, yeah. we shouldn't report it to the police. <laughs> yeah. so. oh, I record this on my, uh, on my toilet. So, <laughs> so yes, I don't I, think we should call the police. I, I guess we should, should we just, should we just dial it and see what happens? I mean, no one's going to pick up. I right? mean, if what's the worst that's going to happen? Like if it's, if, you know, a telemarketer, we could always hang up. We could always hang up. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, look, listeners, you're going to come on this ride for us. We're going to just dial this number now and um, we'll hopefully uh, see you on the other side. Yeah. Here we go. Well, hello there. Um, hi. Who Who is this? This is, this is the 90041 Division podcast. We were given this phone number to call. Mm, yes, I've been waiting for your call. This is Count Frankula. Oh, Count Frankula. Oh what, what can I do for you or to you? Oh my God. Um, do you do you know who we are? Have you have you have you seen us before? Um, my name is Matt. I'm with Aaron. Um, there's usually a third guy, but he's missing. Yeah. I count. I see you guys every night. Oh my God. Okay. Well, um, I'm a little bit frightened right now, but if it's okay with you count, um, we have about five minutes with you, uh, a little bit less than that now. And oh, we perfect. we just want to kind of make sure that everybody in our league gets, gets to know you a little bit better during the Halloween season. If, if that's okay with you. Why, of course, this is my favorite time of year. Wow. Aaron, would you like to start with the count? I'm still a little shaken up right now. I don't know if I can ask him anything. Well, I, I am shaken up as well, but uh, 
Count, it is a privilege to finally have the opportunity to chat with you. I know there are a lot of – I'd like to think that there are misconceptions, uh, a lot of uh, fear when, when speaking your name. Um, so let's just get into it. I, I want to dispel some of those rumors just so we could all – you know, uh, embrace you a little bit more because it sounds like you're a lovable guy. It sounds like you're uh, a, a joy to be around. Uh, first question, um, is blood all that you suck? Well, blood is the primary thing that I like to suck, but for a small fee, I can do other things. Oh, my. Oh. You could uh, elaborate. What other things? would you do? You know, like popsicles and lollipops. <laughs> well, of course. Wow. Of course. Yes. What now, were you thinking? Well, I don't no, that's it. It was, it was, I, I don't know. It was those I don't know two. What thinking, jo- but. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. But, yeah. Sweetheart. Matt. Mm. I'll have to add those to let's, the list. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> Count, I move on away. I have a little bit of a tough question, and I don't want to incriminate you, um, you know, here live on our podcast. But we we do usually have a third person who joins us. Um, yes, and Michael, he, I know him well. Well, when we got your letter to our studio uh, with his phone number on it, he he actually went on a personal mission to go. He said he was going to go visit your castle. Can you give us a little insight into Michael's current whereabouts, and is he even still alive? Uh, Michael has not been to my castle recently. He is not in my dungeon, and he is not chained up to the wall. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The, the way that you said that, it didn't sound like you were kidding. Oh. No, I am just a practical joker. Oh, okay. oh, Count Spankula. Um, is it true um, you're deathly afraid of wooden stakes, right? You know, to, to the heart, especially. But um, are you a fan of wooden stakes up the ass? <laughs> Only if the wooden stake is lubricated. Oh, okay. Yes. Last question, Count. On that same topic, you're you'll take a. You're afraid of wooden stakes, but you'll take one up the ass that's lubricated. Um, mm. How do you feel about a ribeye, though? Hey, that's just a little joke, Count. It's just a little joke. It's just a little steak joke. I, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Oh, Count. you are quite comical, my friend. <laughs> You're not going to put me in the dungeon with Mike, are you? I have a spot waiting for you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, we'll have to talk about it later, Count. I, I greatly... Uh, fear cutting you off, but unfortunately, we are at five minutes, and I'm sure you have some people in the dungeon that you have to go tend to. We do want to wish you a happy Halloween, though. I think I of speak course. for Aaron when I say that. Yes. And it's been uh, really great getting to sink our teeth into uh, a little bit more about Count Spankula. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been my pleasure, gentlemen, and I will be seeing you soon. Yo, Count well, Spankula. Too soon. Tell those uh tell those vampire bitches I said what up. They're fine as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Um, I, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know <laughs> if I'm scared or turned on or I don't know what I'm feeling right now. That's a lot of emotion for sure. Um, I, I am frightened, but, uh, I, I hope he, I hope he sends those, those bitches my way. <laughs> those, I think he might. Those vampire bitches. I'm telling you, man. They do they, use uh, teeth though. I, I just want to make sure that you're, that you're aware of that. That's, they do that's, use that's true. That's true. Well, um, you know, I do like some spike weeks from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Thank you to count, uh, Spankula for yeah. breaking into our studio and leaving your phone number. We'll hopefully we won't talk to you again until next Halloween, but yeah. it was, it was great to let the league get to know you a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, do you think said, he's, uh, uh-huh. do you think we didn't even talk about this, but do you think he's related to the actual count Dracula? I hit, it's they had the, I would, the, the voice was spot on. <laughs> I mean, the first thought that I had was Count Chocula. I was thinking Ch- he was related to Count Chocula. It's in the 100%. family, right? It's in the yeah. family. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I I think he's got I mean, they're probably all, you know, at least cousins or something, if not brothers, for all we know. But there's gotta be some relation wow. there. That's I mean good lineage. He sounded right there. exactly like he sounded exactly like every you know, caricature I've heard of Dracula. I couldn't, I couldn't tell him apart based on the voice. So uh, no, of course that was, um, extremely natural and, um, authentic. Well, I'm going to try to, um, file that away from my spank bank for later on tonight. <laughs> Cause I want to be hearing that, hearing that voice in my dreams tonight. <laughs> and, uh, we will, uh, should we jump into uh, what should be a very eventful, I think, uh, league news segment? Yeah, man, let's do it. <laughs> well, where do we want to start with this? We do have some some injuries. Did I hear a cat meow over there? That was Count. Uh, that was Count Dracula. That was he's, he's, he's in the room with me here. <laughs> he's in he the flew, room with me. He here. flew over fast, didn't he? Wow. He he got over here quickly. I'm actually I'm actually in his. I'm actually next to Mike right now. Believe it or not, Mike! his mouth is taped shut. So oh. you're not going to hear from him. But uh, is, does he look okay? Is is Mike hanging in there? Uh, no worse than usual, which I mean, he usually <laughs> looks pretty fucking horrible. So no no worse than that. With if. if if that makes sense to you, I mean, well, he usually looks like he's just barely hanging on, and that's about yeah. what he's doing now. So, well, I know um, Courtney's going to be thrilled to know that he he's 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 still breathing. He's upright, and uh, he's he's actually just standing upright <laughs> asleep. <laughs> yeah, he's he's breathing, but it's it's very labored. He just had to walk five feet, so he's he's breathing a little heavy right. All <laughs> right, hard. enough about that's enough making fun of Mike, our dear friend. Yes, he's a little overweight, but aren't we all? We're all a little overweight. So, you know, let's not, let's not harp on that, Mike. Um, you're going to be in this chamber with me for a long time. So, and you know, we're going to be food deprived. Like, oh my God, Mike. <laughs> Let me Mike. put something in your mouth. Hang on a second. Let me unzip. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. What is happening over there? <laughs> my, that sounds like a fun dungeon. Why, why, I can't wait for Count Spankula to fly over to my house and take me. <laughs> he said he's going to set up video so we can do video on this episode next uh, week. So it's not like just that. audio. So the people like can see what's going on here. But okay. uh, All right. 
yeah, we we got some stuff to talk about. Where where do you want to start, Aaron? I'm gonna let you. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. (laughs) Fantasy baseball, right? The season just ended. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's get into the scary news here. Oh God. Um. Deshaun Watson. Uh, mm. We'll just go down, uh, list off a few. Name of these rings a bell, but I'm not yep. really sure yeah. why. Well, he's already been declared out for mm-hmm. this this next week. Uh, I do not know what the future holds for him, but it doesn't look good. He it, uh, it was his shoulder, right? Shoulder. That's what yeah. they say. That's what yeah. they say. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, so this week he's going to be unavailable. Um, I hope you have a backup plan for quarterback, uh, Matt. I haven't haven't put much thought into yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerome Ford. He uh, high ankle sprain, though I heard it's a mild high ankle sprain. Uh, he's, it looks like he's definitely going to be out this week. Um, I've heard one to two weeks, but I also saw a report that he's doing uh, responding really well to the treatment. So we'll see. I guess that you know. Props up, uh, Kareem Hunt, and whoever that other dude was. That uh, uh, who's the other running back that some people were picking up? Uh, Pierre something Pierre Str- or other. Pierre Strong. Strong. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So you know, get he, get a little bit. He's more... been added and dropped about six times today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. In all the leagues I'm in, you keep seeing his name pop up. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. We touched on it. He's throwing. He's walking around. He's alluded to the fact that he may come back this year. Ooh. I'll believe it when I see it. Um, that might get Mike talking in that dungeon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris Olave. <laughs> oh. Mike, I know. It's he just came. He just came in his yeah. pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, don't tell uh, Count Spankula. He's going to suck <laughs> that bad boy. Um, Chris Olave and Justin Ross, they were both arrested uh, this week. Um, one was for speeding. That was Chris Olave going 70 in a 35 uh, mile per hour zone. Cop John probably would have let him go. Absolutely. Um, Unless he was taking a shit. Yeah, <laughs> and Justin Ross, uh, he was it was a bigger offense for him for sure. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I um, believe it was domestic violence. But I don't want to say for sure. But I think he may have pulled a Tyreek on us there. Let me. That sounds like she had it coming. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yes, domestic violence. Indeed. All right, that was a joke, people. Please of course, don't, please do not cancel me. Uh, Dawson. If he was a better, if he was a better player, she would have had it coming for sure. There you go. There you. He's yeah. yeah. He's, he's droppable. Yeah. Uh, Dawson Knox. <laughs> Dawson Knox. Uh, he broke his hand. Um, hmm. hand wrist. Well, it was one of the two. Um, and he's definitely going to be out for at least four weeks, I think. So, um, you know, that kind of leads into our next bit of info here. Why don't we take a look at, uh, what went down on the waivers? Matt, do you want to kind of walk us through here? Yeah, we had a few, nothing. Uh, I mean, first of all, there was no talent, uh, like Zach Moss on the waivers this week. So no big <laughs> splash moves, but, uh, well but a few pickups, but, but a few pickups and, and, uh, I, I think the biggest dollar value uh, was for you picking up Dalton Kincaid for four dollars. Uh, we got I put a bid for zero eight, in on eight, him. Eight dollars. Was it eight? Do- oh, let me mm-hmm. zoom in on my uh, jizz covered iPhone here. Thanks, Mike. I, w- uh, I wish it was four. <laughs> eight dollars. Well, I definitely wouldn't have gotten it then. Uh, 
$8 for Dalton Kincaid. And then, uh, yeah, just a few defensive pickups here. Uh, yeah, nothing John crazy. Ram gets Kansas City. Ram at home gets uh, gets the Chargers defense. Nothing too crazy. And then just yeah. a few other kind of freebie pickups there. So it was a light um, week on a waivers for sure. But um, you know, Dawson Knox breaking his hand. That kind of I already have Darren Waller, but you know he has been very hot and cold this season. Uh, mainly cold, um, like Mike's body. Um, but, <laughs> but I just wanted maybe a little bit of backup. Who knows? Dalton Kincaid could be something down the stretch here. It's, it was worth a, a few dollars. Um, who knows? Knowing me, uh, I'll probably drop him next week, but, uh, <laughs> what you going to do, but I will say, I'm glad I did that because this, uh, led to a wonderful phone call that I had today. Um, I was in the thick of it at work. Um, I, I, I could not pick up the phone, unfortunately, but, uh, the plus side is I got a lovely voicemail and I thought I would, uh, I'd share it all with you right now. Hey guy, you just won the fantasy football. That was a great, (laughs) great trade with Kincaid. You just beat me out, you dirty guy. <laughs> Good luck to you, and have fun. Take care, Aaron. Bye-bye now. Wow. That's a, well, that's a ringing endorsement if I've ever heard one. You heard it. You heard it right here. <laughs> Gramps, uh, Frank, he, he he said it. I won, fantasy, I won the fantasy football. <laughs> so, take the belt now take, take it the belt now. matt matt come on give it give Shit. it back <laughs> right. yes it, it's been written it's been written in the stars i agree I, it, it was a really nice pickup i i put a zero dollar bid on him uh I, I same thing i don't know if i would have kept him i would have probably dropped him i don't know if i even have the room for him but yeah it's an interesting possibility with dallas uh, or uh, dawson knox being out and i, I do want to say you know for uh for both gramps and frank and Joe, they made a good pickup today too. They got Trey McBride, yeah. Cardinals tight end. He's in a very similar spot. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Zach Hurts actually went on the uh, IR. Zach Hurts is out. Yeah. So, um, and with Kyler potentially coming back, I mean, he's in a pretty damn good spot too. And honestly, he has yeah. less you know targets around him for receptions. So, both guys in good spots, and and uh, yeah, good good pickups for sure. And and agreed with Darren Waller. I got him in a couple leagues, like. I don't know what's going on there. I actually think his his arrow's probably pointing down if if Daniel Jones comes back. So yeah, he's playing same. better with Tyrod Taylor. So um, same, yeah, yeah, nice move there for sure. Yeah, and then um, before we get into the trades, the last thing I'll say about that is, man, it, it's isn't it so great hearing that guy's voice? Gramps is the the, the absolute best. He's the, the salt of this earth. Um, just awesome. like um, Mike was going to be, his cocoon body is going to be laying on top of. Uh, bricks of salts over there so uh, uh mike wait. mike if you can hear me i mm. love you and i'm mm. praying for you mm. well mike oh there you are mike we're, we're gonna talk about some trades here would you like to comment <laughs> we'll start we'll start he, with he's reciting the jewish jinx but you <laughs> oh. can't hear it because he's taped up <laughs> oh, where do you that... want to start aaron where do you want to start with these trades you 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 steer the ship here because uh yeah well you're involved this is, with this one is what them. they all came for this is what everybody came to see this is what everybody this is what everybody came to hear is trades all right well i i said this earlier in the week once the once that first trade went down i said i'm probably not going to say much on the podcast because uh 
I don't want my emotions to get the best of me. We'll see how this one goes down. But, uh, <laughs> let's start with the, the most recent one that happened. You were involved. Uh, Matt, you uh, you gave up. Let's see. Here we go. You gave up Tank Bigsby, your third round next year, mm-hmm. and your eighth round next year for big player here, Lamar Jackson and Aussie's 10th round and his 12th round pick next year. So uh, obviously this is because Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, isn't really cutting the cheese for you. Um, <laughs> you know, did you have Jared Goff as your other quarterback? Yeah, I... I have Jared okay. Goff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you, you want a little bit of security. Nobody blames you for that. The real, I don't know, uh, giving up a third round next year for a quarterback i mean you're obviously going for it all this year that that's what this that's what this move tells me right out the gate hey i'm gonna i'm gonna give up two higher picks receive two lower picks because of the fact that i think this roster is good enough to repeat as champ um you know it it, i think everybody's kind of uh well, we'll say it. Obviously, Ozzy has uh, three second-round picks next year, and he, <laughs> yeah. now n- now he has two third-round picks um, next year. So, he if he doesn't win next year, Ozzy, if you're listening, if you don't win next year, whew, it might be time to retire from fantasy football. I'll tell you that much. Because because <laughs> especially if, if you're not vaxxed. Yeah, yeah, huh? One hundred percent. But if you are going to get vaxxed, get Moderna. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt, that's my kind of two cents here. Uh, I, I see where you're coming from here. You, you wanted to lock that position down. And especially after that showing by Lamar Jackson this week. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's very alluring. You're very alluring. Um, oh, thank you. You, you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head for me. It's pretty simple. And I, I know we have, we all have this like visceral reaction to seeing Ozzy acquire draft picks. And I share that as well. I mean, I do, but, uh, I can't let, I can't let someone else destroying their team with stupid trades, um, what? prevent me from making a move that I think will improve my team. Uh, so as I look at my team and kind of see where it's at, I mean, you touched on it. Like I'm coming off a week, scored 112 with no chase, no Montgomery, no Pollard, zero at quarterback. So I feel okay about my roster and I could, I should be a contender at the end of the year. And that just means I feel like I should be in the mix. I should be at the dance. Maybe I don't go home with the prom king, although I'd love to, but I should at least get an invite to the dance. I feel good about that. What I didn't feel good about was quarterback, obviously heavily reliant on Watson, held him for two years, partially or, you know, largely really because of the keeper value, if he can be anything like he used to be in Houston. But obviously, after what happened Sunday, I can't trust starting him. Jared Goss been awesome. Picking him up has kept my season afloat, and I'm going to keep him. I, I mean, he's a top 10 quarterback, I think, rest of season having a career year. But when I look at my team, when I think of the teams at the top of the standings, right? Like Gaston father with Josh Allen, truffle shuff with Mahomes, Mike's juggernaut team with that two, a Tyreek stack, little nips, Aaron with Justin <laughs> Fields when he comes back or, yeah. you know, Kyler Murray, if he's, if he comes back to be what he was. So it's like, 
I, I, I look at teams I could be facing in the playoffs and quarterback is the one area where I feel like my penis is just coming up a little bit short. So <laughs> if I go in these matchups with like Jared Goff, I feel good. I could, I could go toe to toe with anybody. If he has the right, you know, the right game, I can go toe to toe with anybody, but you put Lamar Jackson in there. He's the kind like he's in that class with Mahomes, with Allen. He can put up 30, 40. He can roll out of bed and do that any given Sunday. So to me, it comes down to what you said last year, honestly, when you made that Jefferson trade. It's like flags fly forever. And if you can make a move, you got to make a move. I've been, as Mike's pointed out here, he's called me Jewish, actually, which is the biggest insult of my life. But I've been very risk averse <laughs> to trading my picks in the past, although I did make Aaron a couple of crazy offers last year uh, for my picks. But it's at true. the end of the day, uh, yeah, I mean, I, in closing, I had to bite the bullet. I think I could have potentially waited and gotten Lamar for less closer to the trade deadline. But And I talked to Ozzy about that, but I also felt that I ran the risk of injuries happen, You know, other quarterbacks get hurt. I know Ozzy's going to shop them around. I don't want to get into a bidding war. And honestly, I'm trying to win every week. Like I, I'm facing Mike this week. I want to win this week, and I want to win next week, and I want to get the number one seed. So I don't feel like I have time to like wait around and negotiate. I want to win now. So, uh, yeah, I, the only non-negotiables for me was I was, I I was not trading my second rounder and I was not trading anybody who I felt was going to help me win, you know, this week or, you know, next week or anytime soon. So, uh, aside from that, it was kind of all bets are off. We'll see what happens. And, yeah, I, I got the guy that I wanted, and I, I just feel a lot more comfortable having him and still having Goff if I need him, and honestly, still having Watson because I think the keeper value, if he ever gets his shit together, is still great. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. I pulled off the deal, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it uh, hopefully it helps me there down the stretch. So, Yeah, well, uh, uh, obviously it looks like you are – in a good spot to, you know, make an appearance at the prom this year. And <laughs> first time um, ever. I I will say, you know, as somebody that was in your dancing shoes last year, trading away some some high picks to uh, go home with the prom king. If you don't go home with the prom king this year. Oh, boy, the morning after is not. Pretty. So uh, <laughs> I hope uh, I hope for your sake, you take that bad boy home, rip off his uh, his crown and just. You know, just show him, a, show him a good time. <laughs> Count Spankulas. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's get into this next. Here next, we go. Next trade. This hey, one was everybody. Hey, welcome, everybody. <laughs> this one was the biggest trade of the year. Um, the most controversial. Um, let's just kind of call out who the players are here. So. Uh, you know, Galaxy Brain fleeced Morris for um, <laughs> he fleeced him for Joe Mixon, Khalil Herbert, and he got his second round pick. Morris received Ozzy's fifth round pick next mm. year, which was actually the fifth round pick that he gave to him earlier in the season. So well, that's um, nice of Ozzy to give. Yeah, that. that's a very thoughtful guy. Um, and he received uh, 
somebody who's not playing at all this year and Anthony Richardson, um, Mm -hmm. who's unproven and may amount to nothing in the NFL going forward. (laughs) And then he got Ramondre Stevenson who is on the decline and is getting out snapped by Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, but he also got Amari DiMarcardo who at the time was, uh, just a waiver wire wonder mm-hmm, that didn't mm-hmm. do anything prior to this trade. Obviously he had a good week this past week. Will that keep up the, we will, uh, we will see. So that's the thing. The big thing here was you could say what you want about the players. I personally think uh, that this, this, I'll just keep my response to this a little short here. Like couple your thing, nipples, like my nipples and, and... my left nut. Um, <laughs> I think that Morris gave up two of the better players in Joe Mixon and Khalil Herbert. When he comes back, we'll see what uh, becomes of it. But Joe Mixon, I feel like was the best player in this whole entire trade and he gave him up. Uh, He, he he received lesser players in return. And then on top of that, he gave up a higher round draft pick. So I don't know what he was thinking. I know he is high on Anthony Richardson, but to, to think that you couldn't get Anthony Richard Richardson next year for in the eighth round is like asinine. Yeah. He's, he's coming off a, 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 an injury that, um, and he's unproven. Like nobody's drafting him in the first five rounds, like other than Ozzy in the, in the third next year. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. And uh, it, it clearly is a manager that, does not understand the value of future draft picks, um, giving them up to a manager that is willing to throw out a trade that he knows is not fair. So there's there's my two cents. Uh, Matt, what do you what, what's your take here? Great take, great take. Uh, is that all you want to say, though, Aaron? <laughs> want to say more? Nope, that's it. That's it. Um, keep him keeping it civil. I am at a mental crossroads here of what I want to say. But you know what? Our listeners, all four of our subscribers, they <laughs> demand us to be raw and real. So I, look, this trade is bad. Okay. It's a really bad my Nick, trade. My, did, uh, you say, did you say raw? I, I did say raw. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, my nickname in a... Uh, in uh, high school was Aaron Raw Dog Mizano. <laughs> why? Please. Why did they call you that? Well, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I was virgin until uh, 27 years old, but um, I would always, you know, once uh, once there was parties in Highland Park and after, uh-huh. you know, my second Jello shot, I'd uh, do kind of like the old Michael Scott and I run around with my trench coat and I just open it up and be like, raw dog, raw dog. <laughs> it's a uh, classic, you know, just uh good times uh, really transports you back. Anthony knows what's up. Don't you, you so, big boy. So that would have been, that would have been one of your first encounters with the police. Then I assume. Oh yeah. You were oh, yeah. They, 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 were, they were fans. They, they, they laughed it off. They loved it. They, uh, you know, they'd encourage me like, Oh, go down the street, do to this house too. <laughs> it was really good times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, Morris got raw dogged here to be honest with you. You got, <laughs> yeah. you got the shit raw dogged out of him. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about again? A trade. That's right. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
I think where I ultimately land on this raw dogging is that I touched on this earlier after one of his other horrible trades. What is like, what's the goal? What's the bigger picture? And for Mauricio's cool team. Mauricio has got a cool team. It's he's really got a cool, cool team. It's really cool. I mean, at one point he had Lamar Jackson. He had Justin Fields. He had Joe Mixon. He had all of his draft picks. And now he's, he's one in six and he's in last place. And he has no second round pick next year. He's essentially has no franchise keeper. So I'm just like, what's he trying to accomplish? Is he trying to accomplish anything? Does he does he realize or care about the state of his team? So I don't know. And I'm just like trying to figure out how to phrase this. But like, you know, the nature of these trades and, and what I've perceived to be kind of the reaction to it has kind of left me feeling like, you know, I, I've been in this league three years. Obviously, I was the champion in year two, which was unprecedented, historic. Many people have said, but I, I, this has quickly become one of my favorite leagues and stuff like the podcast. We pour a lot of time into it and, uh, you know, trades, trades like this kind of can, they can, they can kind of, you know, check you out mentally for a little bit because it's just like so nonsensical. And to me, I, I think my statement on this would just be that I think we should, we pour a lot of time into this league. We should take it seriously. And that doesn't mean you have to be a fancy football expert. I think Builder John is a great example of that. He's I don't know if he's watched a second of football this, you know, this season, but it's it's pretty clear that he puts thought into his moves except for uh, you know playing DK Metcalf this Sunday, but <laughs> he's put together a team that Yeah, come know, on, John. He's yeah, wake the fuck up, man. He's 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 made some shrewd moves and he's put himself in the hunt for a playoff spot and so I think I just think for us as a league, we need to have people that take it seriously, that put thought into the moves that they make. And if if any of us are not willing to do that, maybe the league's not for you. It's nothing personal. It's just we put a lot of time and effort and a lot of money into it, honestly. Like we put a lot into this. And so I just hope that going forward, everybody in the league is, you know, respecting the league and their fellow managers and their team. And we all do the best. You're going to all ultimately lose to me in the end, but you all do the best that you can do over the course of the season <laughs> to, you know, make this fun. And again, you don't have to be an expert, but let's just, let's just take it seriously. That's that I'll get off my soapbox now, but that's, that's my overall feelings on the trade. So, uh, the, the, the last thing that, uh, I will say on this one is let's see, when was this? This was, Going back to the group chat here, I, I announced the trade here, and it was this past Thursday, right? Uh, so this Thursday, Compost came out at 10.21 a.m., and he just asked, Just out of curiosity, why would you trade Mixon, your, who was your second-round pick, mm-hmm. and next year's second-round pick for guys on his bench? Uh, no response. No so, response yet. Uh, you know, Got it. I know I, I love Morris. We love you. We, we, we love the banter and all the dick jokes. Uh, you're really good. We love, uh, <laughs> we love the, 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 the pool memories we we've all made here. Um, but you know, it's to say it was a head scratcher. Um, uh, you know, it would be putting it lightly. So you, Ozzie, you congratulations. You, Woo. You did it. You did it. Ozzy. <laughs> you won the off season championship. You for did the third it. Straight year. <laughs> um, yeah. The last thing I will say is you've got to either 
learn how to swim or learn how to play fantasy football. You can't, you <laughs> can't it, suck at both. You yeah. cannot suck at both. That's a bad way to go through life. That's uh, true. That was what, that's, that's what my, uh, my dad sat me down at the age of uh, five. And uh-huh. he said, one day there's going to be this thing called fantasy football. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not uh, a thing right now, but you better learn how to swim. You, 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 you pale motherfucker. And then he kicked me, into the, <laughs> and he kicked me into the deep end. <laughs> oh man oh, i love it i love um, it that's that's the kind of parenting that we need more of in this woke soft country yeah. but anyway he was anyway. So, he was strong as an ox <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's jump into we don't have any music for it but let's jump into our uh week eight preview oh no that's bad mike's not here to do that's it an, i know yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah should we should we give it a shot Oh, oh, Mike, you're doing it. Oh, shut up, fucking Chucky Jew, bitch. Oh my gosh. What what I'm so curious like you're able to like, you know, have a podcast down there in that dungeon. Uh Mike obviously has his mouth covered. Yeah. Are you like you don't sound like you're concerned at all for your like well-being. It sounds it, <laughs> kind of walk us through uh, the, your surroundings is it kind of it sounds like it's kind of nice down there are there like bean bags and shit like that that's a great question yeah no i mean you hit the nail on the head i'm i'm in a bean bag chair right now uh i'm eating some popcorn mm. drinking a little bit of rum what i've what i found and the fuck dude this dungeon is dope yeah well what i found was that um <laughs> I'll, I'll just say it since you asked count spankula the reason i'm getting treated so well and uh you know mike, mike over here is yeah. tied up is um you know count chocula doesn't really care for people like mike and by that um i'm not supposed to say what kind of people um but what? i think we both know that count chocula doesn't really like restaurant managers so uh yeah he's he's not a fan of gus's barbecue if, if yeah i'll just come out and say it i'll just come out and say what everybody's thinking he's not a fan of gus's barbecue and that's why that's why Mike and I are just going to have different fates here tonight. Pretty much, heard, he's going to get a rib shoved up his ass in a few minutes here once we get off the air. It's oh my goodness, wow! Is it because like he called them one one night and the hostess didn't answer um, the right way? Yep, she didn't. Yep, she didn't answer the right way. No, that, and, that'll do it. That, that you got to teach your staff to to, to treat those callers uh, respectfully. It's disgusting. It's really disgusting. It's, 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 so that's, yeah. Yeah. Mike's getting one of those, uh, one of those hard overcooked Gus's barbecue ribs shoved <laughs> up his, his sphincter any minute now. <laughs> so we got to wrap this up before he starts crying. Oh, Cause man. you don't want to hear that on the podcast. Yeah. It's, it's going to be blood curdling screams. Yeah. Um, speaking, speaking of that, let's, speaking let's get into that, our preview. Shall we? It's, it's, uh, he won't be alive to see it, but the first matchup of the week on Sunday is going to be two, five and two squads. The champ taken on Noah's daddy and I'll just give my thoughts on this um I want to just be the first to congratulate Mike on the victory uh Mike <laughs> you you did it again uh you've you've I don't care if Tyreek Hill's not practicing TJ Hawkinson's not practicing either David Montgomery's probably not going to play so yeah I overcame it last week but uh, it's not going to happen this week uh, I think uh Noah's daddy moves to six and two. He avenges his championship game loss 
congrats to you. I want to be the first to say it publicly and there's no need to respond, Mike. You won. <laughs> You're six and two. Congratulations. <laughs> oh man, this one's, uh, this one's too close to call, so I'm not going to call it. I'm going to, I'm just going to flip a little coin over here. Okay. That's my keys. And, uh, you know what, Matt, you, uh, it sounds like you're faring very well over there in that dungeon. I'm just going to say you're going to take this one home. Woohoo. All right. <laughs> I love it. Fuck you, Mike. Oh, Shut oh, up. Mike. Oh my God. Shut Mike. up. We love Mike. Can you please like, you're supposed to like be watching out for him. Count Dracula is, is is trying, or Count uh, Count Spankula is trying to suck his blood, but he's sucking it out of his nipple, and it's actually oh man, that like, sounds it's like powder. It isn't even milk; it's like powder coming out of his nipples. It's very well. His nipples are the size of um, it's mini mini pizzas, mm. you know. So you you gotta get it. <laughs> kind of like when you're kind of like when you're you're um don't, you know giving blood and sometimes yeah. they don't hit the vein. It's the same yeah. thing, you know, in a wide nipple like that. You really got to hit the right spot or else you're just going to you're going to get that powder. Oh man. All right, Mike. All right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. No, I know. I know. I know. No, just 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 bite down on the sponge. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. He's he's good now. He's good now. Okay. You know what you know um, what else is good? Mm-hmm. This this next matchup so why oh. don't we uh this is exciting and we got some friends going uh going at it it's josh jacobs god mike still isn't he, he t- isn't tuning in hey you're 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 on a you're on a delay just like me illegally streaming uh red zone on sundays <laughs> <laughs> versus uh uh we got zane versus v eckler ram slaughter um well this one, the projections have Zane taking this one home. Um, and you know what? I just based off of the, the past couple weeks here, Danny's in a downward spiral while Zane, he's he's coming through with some clutch victories I, I, right out the gate. I, I think that Zane has this one um, in hand here. Uh, Matt, do you disagree with me? Not at all. He's got it in hand, and I wish he I had him in hand. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I I think he's going to keep it rolling here. He's going to go to five and three. Danny's got just yeah. I mean, the injury bug has hit him. A couple moves. He drops Dak Prescott, picks up Jordan Love. Love is kind of struggling. Um, I actually joked last week about Zach Evans backing up Daryl Henderson, and that's exactly what happened. So he's you know he he out <laughs> he outbid everybody for Zach Evans, and that didn't work out. So. The injuries and just a couple of it's just kind of like nothing's working out for him this year. And some of it's just kind of out of his control. But uh, yeah, I, I do think that Josh Jacobs, Jingle, Jingle Schmidt, I think he gets the win here and uh, he goes to five and three. So yeah, I agree. Next, next matchup. Oh boy. Oh this boy. is going to be oh, drama brother. in the Maisano household. Dave's going to have yeah. to sit you two boys down. <laughs> Bend you over on his ha- on your hands and knees like he used to do a couple of weeks ago, and uh, spank the living shit out of the loser. It's Jean Claude Van Ram taking on Jap Anus Relations. Big matchup, big family feud. Lots of uh, lots of pr- lots of family pride at stake here. Who is the most beloved son, and who oh, is the one that the on. family wishes that they had Wait. gotten rid of years ago? <laughs> Well, there's uh there's there's no question of that. No no question there, my friend. We it's Richard. All, 
We all know it's all Richard. <laughs> Richard's, it's a, Richard's the favorite. Justin's a uh, close second, and uh, I think I'm third actually. Even though I'm you're not third, even, yeah, <laughs> you guys are playing for fourth place though, and that's not a bad spot to be. It's yeah, not a bad spot oh, to we're be. not playing for fourth place. Uh, I know I'm a <laughs> redheaded stepchild over here, <laughs> and well, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, you 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 know you're probably right, but. You could still you could still best him. You may not be able to best him in life, but you can best him in fantasy football, and, and that's what's yeah, at bro. stake here. And yeah, uh, I was going to say Amazon, but whatever this website is called, Yahoo's got it pretty close, one two one one. And uh, yeah, I I, I I think Japanese relations. He's put together a solid team, but I just feel like there's some tough matchups here. Um, Although I would have thought Burrow against the Niners was tough, but seeing what the Vikings did, maybe it's not so tough anymore. Um, but uh, I, I do – I'm going to give you the edge there, Aaron. I think you're going to pull it out in a close one. you got a couple good matchups. Gibbs against the Raiders should be a really nice matchup. Zay Flowers with my new quarterback throwing to him against the Cardinals should be nice. T.J. Moore against the Chargers. So I do think it's going to be close. I um, think you get the win. God, how embarrassing would it be if you lose to John? Oh, man, you just hate uh, yourself, wouldn't you? I, the only reason it'd be embarrassing is because I know he does. He's not watching, <laughs> and yeah. I'm and I'm revolving my whole entire Sunday weekend <laughs> week uh, mindset uh, around this matchup. So that's the only reason it'd be embarrassing. Um, yeah. I agree with everything you just said. I like a lot of my matchups uh, that I'm throwing in C.J. Stroud because Fields is still. Um, He's probably not playing this week, uh, and Kyler Murray isn't ready yet either. So um, I do like the matchup that Stroud has against Carolina. Let's see if he can, you know, put up twenty-ish points. If he does, I'll be very happy with that. Um, but the one thing that uh, I like seeing that I'm going up against is both Cooper Cup and uh, Puka. You know, obviously they're on the same team and they're going up a, against a very solid defense in your Dallas Cowboys, Matt. And um, I just hope that that defense brings brings it against the Rams pressures, uh, you know, St- Stafford and that, you know, they're, they're both going to have decent games, I believe. But I just hope that they don't have monster games. And so um and there's also the alternative that uh, that offense is completely shut down and it's a disastrous day for, for, for <clears throat> both of them. So that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, it hurts saying that as a Rams fan, but I uh, wouldn't mind them tanking a little bit more so we could get a, uh, you know, a high end traffic next year. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see them get shut down and have a 200-yard game from Daryl Henderson. That's that's yeah, what I would bro. like to see. Yeah, um, let's do it. Let's do let's it. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Um, mm. Well, next matchup, we've got uh, multiple scoregasms taking on Truffle Shuff. And Cop Johnny, all I can say, all I can say, Gramps, Joe, and Frank, is watch Watch yourself when you're taking your nightly shit because Cop Johnny is He's coming, coming around at the corner. Uh, Joe might like that actually, but Gramps and Frank, I don't think they're going to play that <laughs> at all. Um, I, look, not much to say here for me. Um, obviously, I, I think that, or I assume that Cop Johnny will make a few lineup moves to get 
Reese Hong and uh, Garrett Wilson back in the lineup. I do expect that to be the case. Uh, but even if he does, I, th- I, th- I think it'll certainly make it a closer matchup. But uh, Truffle Shuff's team is rolling right now. Got some really juicy matchups. Um, the Chiefs are rolling. Pat Mahomes is rolling right now. So, yeah, I, th- I think Truffle Shuff, uh, I think he moves to 7-1. and one. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is anytime I see a quarterback with 29 projected points, you know, That's like that a is a lot. And is that possibly like inflating his projected score a little bit um, potentially? But you know what? Like, is that the Taylor Swift effect? Is that what that is? It could be. It could mm. be. That is a yeah. real thing. Yeah. Um, y- you know that she never go. She never goes out of style, Matt. Oh, that much. Love um, it. I love it. But uh, yeah, I mean, to have those projections balloon like that uh, because your quarterback is projected to get 29, you know, he's going up against Denver, so he probably will get it. That's the thing. Um, But if he doesn't, then this is a much closer bout. So so we'll see. I do think uh, Joe Gramps and Frank all are victorious uh, this weekend. Damn, they just they continue rolling here. Next one up, we got uh, Ram at home taking on the Gaston Father Part Two. Three and four Ram at home, five and two Gaston Father Part Two, and uh, two two great friends, great looking guys, and really solid football teams. Gaston Father Part Two is just he's got a great team. And he's rolling right now, and I I think Alvin Kamara, a guy that I'll speak personally, I was completely out on him in every draft, and I was wrong. He's been yeah. I mean, the fact that, you know, Derek Carr can't throw accurately past 10 yards has been huge for Alvin Kamara because he's getting tons of dump offs and he's a he's a machine. He's a monster. And obviously McCaffrey and all the other guys on his team. So, yeah, um, you mentioned Stafford and the, the Rams taking on Dallas. The guy to watch, I think, for Ram at home, Jalen Waddle. If Tyreek Hill misses that game, could be a could be a pretty huge uh, Waddle game. But at the same time, that, you know, that means that uh, Belichick's going to lock in on him and maybe take him out of it. So tough, tough, you know, some tough matchups there. Jonathan Taylor against the Saints, really great defense. I think, I think I'm giving this one to the Gaston father. Uh, what do you think, Aaron? Yeah, it's, it's unfortunately just too unfair. Tony just has a fantastic team. It's really um, crazy to see here. I, yeah. I honestly think that if anybody's team was going up against this lineup right now, it'd be hard to go, uh, you know, cast your vote, uh, against Tony. Uh, you know, you touched on it. Kamara has just been a godsend and, you know, you just go down his lineup and he's, 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 he's got it all right here. So, um, yeah, no shade compost, but I do think that Tony does take this one home. Uh, what an upset it would be Yeah. though. I mean, you, you just took down Ozzy. Let's see if you can keep the good vibes going. And last but not least, Galaxy Brain taking on Mauricio's cool team. And Galaxy uh, Brain. The battle of the one and six teams. <laughs> yeah, one of them won't be one and six after this. And uh look, Galaxy Brain has taken he's taken his players, he's taken he's he's taken his picks, he's taken his pride, he's taken his <laughs> asshole, and now he's gonna take a victory from him. So I I don't see this one quite frankly, uh, being, being very close and you've got just, you know, 
probably, you know, Mauricio's best player, obviously, Chris Olave got arrested a couple days ago. Who knows what the hell's going on there? Um, Nothing serious, but still just like a lot. There's a lot going on. And uh, yeah, Galaxy Brain goes to to, uh, two and six here. Yep, I don't think I have to go too much more into that. Um, You know, he's got an injured player in his lineup right now in Morris. So we'll see if he makes any adjustments there. But this this is going to be an ugly match. And, uh, you know, Ozzy is going to get his second victory. That's that's where I'm at in this one. All right. Well, we had, I would say, without Mike, probably uh, the best episode we've ever done in the history of the podcast. So yeah, 100%. Uh, great. Uh, just before we sign off, Mike, any anything you want to – oh, my God. He's 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 taking off his tape. Wait a second. What the – Mike. What the hell? What? Put that tape back on. What the hell? God, Mike. <laughs> I can't believe – Count, count. He just took the tape off and he did the jinx. Yeah, take him upstairs. Take him upstairs. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it hurt. Make him bleed. Okay, okay. All right. Let's wrap up here. We, yeah. Me well, and the count question here yeah. that we mm-hmm. all will be wondering over the next few days and bleeding into Sunday, who did he put the Jewish jinx on? Cliff hanging up all Cliff fingers. Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> Happy Halloween, boys and Woo! girls. Happy Halloween.